Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. He minus 37 seconds. The fight is going to equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. The fight is going equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovation and growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another great episode of Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Ryan Treasure, and we got a fantastic show for you guys today. You know, how many times have you guys been, you know, just just sitting around, uh, whether it be at your office or at home, and you start thinking about goals and plans and things that you want to do in the future, but then you get in your own way and, and all of a sudden you have these self-limiting beliefs. And I think with, you know, all of the stuff that's been going on in 2020, uh, you know, having limiting beliefs is something that I feel is important for everybody to really get over because, uh, you know, we're all stuck at home. We're crammed together. We're quarantined. We're mask wearing. We're, you know, doing all of these things that are outside of the norm. And so I think sometimes when you get all of this noise going on, it amplifies that uh, roadblock that you can put in front of yourself. And so, you know, I want to talk about that today with a fantastic guest that we have who's written some books. She's a speaker, uh, author, you know, uh, she's a mom. She's a grandmother. Uh, she lives in McKay, Queensland, Australia. Loves hanging out with the family and friends, having barbecues in the backyard just like I do. Uh, she's working as a coach, uh, writing, speaking, and educating people on the power of their mind. What does it take to get past the idea on the power of your mind? I want to introduce uh, Deidre Shiel. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you for uh, taking so much uh, time out of your busy schedule to have a little conversation with us today on Finding Your Frequency. We appreciate you being on. And I know you're all the way in Australia. Like, I think it's probably, I, I feel like I'm talking to you in the future. You're in the future and I'm in the past, right? Uh, uh, it's currently Tuesday. So what is it? It's Wednesday for you, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. I wake up in the morning and find out what happened in your world because... <laughs> What's happening in your world in the past is impacting my today oh, <laughs> with yeah. all the election stuff and everything like that. You know, today, yeah, today's so the, I'm like, looking, today, I'm looking back. <laughs> today's the 27th of October and I keep looking at, you know, the, the, the calendar and I'm just like, okay, we got like seven days until this election is done and I can finally go on social media without being bombarded by political ads. It drives me nuts. Even my daughter who's seven years mm -hmm. old will go on YouTube to watch uh, videos. She likes to play Minecraft, right? Which is a, a cool video game she plays 
plays on the computer. It's uh, uh, so she'll go on YouTube to try to find, you know, other people that are playing the game and they'll make videos and such of, of uh, you know, how they play the game and, you know, tips and tricks and that kind of stuff. And even in kids, YouTube, they're serving up Joe Biden and Donald Trump ads to, you know, children based content. And I just in my head, you know, I'm sure you could understand this as being a speaker and an author, you know, you, you've got to market yourself. And I'm thinking to myself, if I had marketing dollars and I'm trying to spend, why would I waste my marketing dollars delivering political ads to seven year olds? Like it, it makes no sense. Like I don't understand why, uh, you know, people would spend money to, to, to serve ads in that manner. It's just like silly. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree because they um they obviously don't put much thought into it. And <laughs> some things I think we're not even meant to understand. It's beyond our. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like a waste of time. I to even try and bother. <laughs> yeah, I guess Google's just okay with taking everybody's money, right? That's what they do. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no care. Hey, everybody. I wanted to tell you about this great shaving product that I've been using lately. Not only is it awesome, it will save you money. Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City or three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago. Harry's is an awesome product. It delivers high quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of leading brands and saving you hundreds of dollars at the same time. I really like the way that Harry's works. It has a very close shave. It's got a great design for the handle. And also the scent of the shave gel is fantastic. And it leaves your skin nice and smooth. You can get a trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com forward slash frequency. Quality, durable blades at a fair price, just two bucks a blade. They've cut out middlemen manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. I'm telling you, I use this product and it is absolutely amazing. Harry's has all your grooming needs covered in just one stop. You can get blades, hair care, shower products, all on harrys.com. And just like their blades, Harry is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. Again, visit harrys.com forward slash frequency. I want to make sure that everybody gets the chance to go check it out. You can feel better too about the purchase because 1% of their proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations developed to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans. How could you not get behind the veterans? So important nowadays. Listeners of the show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com forward slash frequency. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. I use it every day. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. And I'm telling you, when you get done shaving, your face will feel so smooth. It's amazing. You even get a travel blade cover to keep your razors dry and easy to grab on the go. So make sure you go to harrys.com dot com forward slash frequency to start shaving and saving today. So Deidre, you know, you you have some interesting stuff that you've done, uh, some interesting work that you've been doing and, uh, you know, speaking and educating people about the power of their mind. I mean, that's amazing because your mind is like the ultimate supercomputer in my mind, in my, in my world. Right. Um, I, I do, I do martial arts, I do karate. So we always have this, uh, you know, saying that we do before karate, that our minds and our bodies work together. Right. So that way you can accomplish something. And, you know, that idea of self mastery of the mind and getting out of your own way is, uh, I think something that afflicts a lot of individuals worldwide. Absolutely. And we're not even taught, you know, when we're going to school. Uh, look, I'm not sure what's happening in schools at the moment, though I will learn very shortly as I have a, um, a um, my youngest child is four years old, turning five, but she actually goes to big school next 
year because um, you know, we're coming up to the end of our, our school year at the moment. So I'll get this whole opportunity to see what the school system's like um, once again because my um, older sons have grown up. Anyway, so, um, but when I was going through school and I think the majority of us, we certainly weren't taught the power of our minds and the power of controlling our emotions. It wasn't something that we learned in our families. I believe, and in my opinion, we've been raised very much in a victim mentality and, um, and take that power of our mind and the ability to um, understand that everything is within us was taken from us at a very, very, very young age. Yeah, you know, I think you hit the nail right on the head, especially when you talk about, you know, what what people, what children especially are learning in this world. And, you know, um, I have a seven year old and I think I don't know how many times in a given week I make the comment to her, don't allow your emotions to supersede your actions or don't allow your emotions to manage your actions. Um, you know, it's, it, I think it's a hard idea for a seven year old to grasp. But, you know, in 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 my mind as a father, I'm thinking to myself, well, if I don't start the idea of preaching this now, you know, it's not something that we're going to be able to discuss when she's a teenager. Like I, I feel like, you know, laying the groundwork of understanding your emotions and not allowing your emotions to dictate what your actions are, you know, um, especially in, when you, when you get into business, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you can't make decisions based upon your emotions. You have to make intelligent decisions based off of data, based off of, you know, uh, real world scenarios and, uh, you know, profit and loss data, you know, those types of things are super important. And, you know, I think starting really early with the kids on, on getting them to understand the power of their mind. And, you know, I, you know, my daughter, she'll start crying just because she knows that she might have done something wrong. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like, Marley, it's OK. You know, it's life happens. What you need to do is emotionally process what's happening and then move on. Exactly. And, you know, like the thing is, is you have to have a thought. Everything starts with a thought, but the the um, exactly what you're saying. Unless we teach our children how to control those thoughts, and it's their choice, it is actually our choice what we think about. So we can choose to think about the negative, and then that has that, you know, and and the negative feeds, and it just keeps going and building until we've got this big drama. You know, like you just have to watch the sitcoms to see how important the dramas are you know oh my gosh and everything happens to us it's not our fault we don't own it we don't have the power to change it and it's just oh am i allowed to swear <laughs> it's just a lie it's a bullshit lie right it is um that we have been told and taught for generations this is not new this is not just our generation this goes back generations and um and it started you know you uh it's, it started so long ago um and, and when in actual fact, when we realize that we don't have to tell ourselves that story because the story is us to tell and that we can change that story, that's when we take our power back. That's when we realize that we have just been lied to for generations, that um, we can tell ourselves. And, you know, the people who are successful in this world and the people who achieve what they want to achieve, they figured that out. They figured that out along, you know, in when they were young, something happened in their life, they figured it out. But the majority of us, we have just been going along with what we've been taught that we don't, that we're disempowered, we are victims, things happen to us and it's, you know, we, we can't control it. 
Yeah, no, you're you're 100 percent correct. And I think, you know, that shift in the mindset of understanding that you actually have control over your own future. You have the ability to, you know, to 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 make your own path uh, there. So many times, I think, you know, people are taught like, hey, you're, you're going to go to elementary, you're going to go to high school, you're going to go to college and then you're going to go get a job. You know, those, you know, those things. And I, and I feel I feel that whole entire uh uh, sequence of events is just it's it's ingraining people to follow a specific set of rules uh, for themselves rather than you know you know taking a moment to think about what are your strengths what are the things that you're really good at what are the things that you're passionate about and maybe going and 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 seeking you know some type of uh fulfillment for yourself based off of those things rather than knowing oh rather than saying oh i have to go to college because that's what the stigma says no you don't have to go to college i mean no nobody needs to go to college if you want to get done with high school and you want to go start your own business because you're really good at you know building something out of bricks or you're a good at a trades thing or whatever the case may be like by all means go and do that because if you get stuck in a four-year cycle at a college that's i think that's the reason why we kids when they go to college they're constantly changing their you know what what their degree is going to be like as a freshman they're like i'm going to do this and then they can become a software and they the sophomore and they're like a different person now they're they're growing as a human being and now they want to do this and by the time they get done they're you know four hundred thousand dollars in debt because they couldn't decide what they wanted to do when they graduate college and then you know then boom you're a victim again absolutely absolutely and you know one thing i really want to say is we are brought up in this cycle and it's a cycle of fear that keeps us complicit and um, doing as we're told and, you know, generating the debt and doing all that stuff so that we're not becoming our amazing selves. Because if we're truly powerful, if we're truly new, if everyone in this world knew and if everyone in the world loved themselves and knew that everything was up to them in the first place. You know, they had the power within them. It wasn't up to someone else outside of themselves. We would be living in a different world. And that's the world we actually want to live in. But we've been so suppressed and we've been lied to. So where we're sitting, where where you are sitting at the moment, it's not your fault. But once you start waking up to the fact that the power is within you, that's when, you know, like my business is called My Beautiful Self. And my tagline is freedom from within because then it's freedom from within the bullshit stories you tell yourself all the time, right? You guys have to check out this new service that I'm playing around with called Issue. It is totally amazing. You live to create, but you don't live to worry over the last nitpicky details involved in putting final touches on contact. You got to do what you do best and let Issue handle the rest. If you're a creative, you know the drill. You're finally done editing. It's perfect. Now you just need format and reformat for every single platform. With Issue, make it once and it's ready to post everywhere. Seriously, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines and sales collateral. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or just anyone that wants to make eye-catching content that can be distributed on multiple platforms. Issue makes it really simple. Just upload the PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. With Issue, you just create it one time and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website, social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. They can even help you make animated Instagram stories. And the best part about it, it is free. F-R-E-E free. That's right. It's free to get started with Issue. 
So go to issue.info slash frequency to sign up for your free account. That's I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency to sign up and let them know that you heard about it from this show, Finding Your Frequency. Remember, that's dot info, not dot com, dot info. So go to I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency and get your free account today. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty centered human being, but even, even even though I've been on this, you know, journey with martial arts, I still get up in the morning or I still get mad at myself because I didn't follow a particular routine. I I didn't I didn't show up when I needed to show up in a particular area. And, you know, I think I think holding yourself accountable for some of those things are extremely important. And um, mm-hmm. we've done some interviews before and we talked about account of self-accountability. And, you know, again, that's something else I tell my daughter all the time. I'm like, you know what? You can you can. You know, I don't want you to lie to anybody, but the most important person that you can never lie to is yourself, right? You've got to stay true to yourself, love yourself. Like, how can you actually go out and have a proper relationship with your husband, you know, friends, any of those types of things and have a good relationship with those people if you don't love yourself? You you can't you can't take care of other people or love other people if you don't love and take care of yourself. You know, it's something that I think people really need to pay attention to. A lot of those moms that are out there that are sad sacrificing themselves for their children and driving them all over the place to 10,000 different events and, you know, not taking that, you know, hour or so a week to be able to just sit back and do something for themselves um, is something that they've got. You got to get out of that cycle. You can't you can't let other people dictate what you're going to do, even if it's your children or your husband. It's just something that is so, so self-sabotaging, I think, in in people's brains. And they have to take a step back and kind of focus on what they're going to do and and, and really uh, take time for yourself. I mean, Deidre, how, how much time a week do you take for, for yourself, your own health and wellness, your own fitness, those types of things? How, how, much, how much time a week do you take for yourself? I get up at four o'clock in the morning and my first hour of the day is just for me where I do my, because I tap every day, I journal every day. And I, um, later on in the day, um, because I do get up early, I take another half an hour where I just sit in meditation. And um, sometimes, you know, I, I, we all have to work through our, you know, and this stuff that comes up. And sometimes I sit there and feel a bit guilty. And I'm like, no, I have permission to do this. I have permission to do this. I've been, I'm up early for me to then get through the afternoon and be the best version of myself and turn up the best, you know, in, in with my pencil sharpened, so to speak, I have to have that half an hour. I have to turn off so that I can reset and then go and work through then till four or five o'clock. So, you know, I'm looking at 10, 11 hour days, most days. So I have to have that reset. And in, uh, in between that I do, I, I'm not exercising as such because I'm going through a, um, a transitional period in my life that women go through. So I'm doing... Um, I'm doing stretching exercises just to keep my body limber and and I love that. And I do that every day, oh, five days a week and it's about half an hour, half an hour every day where I'm stretching and stuff like that. So, And the other thing I do is I pick up my daughter in the afternoon and we go down to the beach because I live right beside the ocean. So we go for a walk on the beach three, three times. We fly the kite and, you know, do stuff like that. So I actually take a fair bit of time on the weekends. I'm out in the garden and pottering around in the garden and doing stuff. So I actually switch off. I have to switch off because I'm so passionate in the space when I'm working that if I don't switch off, then there's, you know, I'm just giving too much out. 
Yeah, that and, and I think that's great advice. Let, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, including myself, right? I'm I'm supposed to get up at four thirty in the morning, so that way I have you know the time in the morning for myself. Again, same thing: stretching, um, getting ready, doing some kata or some different karate movements, and kind of you know keeping my fitness and my brain intact in that space. And even 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 you know myself, I find myself some days during the week I go, eh, I'm gonna sleep for an extra 30 45 minutes right and and sometimes i think you know people beat themselves up so much because they're like oh i should have done this and you know they're going through their day going and it's like wait a minute do you you realize you have control over yourself you don't have to get up and do those things every day if you don't want to if you want to take a day throughout the week and you want to sleep for an extra hour well maybe your body needed that sleep for an extra hour maybe that was more important don't go and beat yourself up over it go do your exercises later that afternoon right there's there's you know so many different things where you've got to just get out of your own head and stop telling yourself that you did something wrong right because was it really wrong no that's right and i think um the big game changer for me was when i decided to become my own best friend (laughs) and when you become your own best friend well being your own best friend isn't just about you know being nice to yourself all the time it's about kicking yourself up the butt as well you know going well hang on a minute what is going on why are you getting in your own way and having a good having a good conversation with yourself you know when i'm working with my coach going you know this is what's going on um i i'm you know, i'm struggling in this area and then we get to uh discuss what's going on for me that's holding me back um so instead of rousing on myself because how good are we at getting our whip out and whipping ourselves like so we're you know when how many like you, you know you put your hand up if you're really really great at um being your worst enemy because i know i used to be you know no one <laughs> no one could speak to me as horrifically as what i did and um and i wouldn't have tolerated it i would have i probably would have been broken hearted um more than likely yet that's how i spoke to myself every day and why do we do that you know it's crazy we have to live with ourselves every single day we can't get away from ourselves we are here so we get to choose i'm sitting there one day going you know it's my choice whether i'm my own best friend or if i'm my own worst enemy that is my choice i get to choose that so i chose um in that moment to swap that out i went i'm not doing that anymore um the other thing that i find really interesting and something that was very challenging for me when i started this journey um, Louise Hayes has a book called um, oh, Mirror Work and it's a 21-day challenge where you have to look in the mirror every day and, you know, love yourself. And <laughs> all of my clients, you know, we, we go through a process and part of the work that we do is, you know, go home, look in the mirror and look into your own eyes and tell yourself you love yourself and come back and tell me how that went for you. And none of them can do it not when they first start this work because we've been programmed throughout our lives. I don't know where it happens, but, you know, from the day we're born, when we are born, we know that everyone should look at us because we're just gorgeous, right? And babies cry, you know, they and we look at our beautiful babies and we are just enamoured with them. They're just, they're just perfect, you know. The love that comes from our heart is enormous. So we are very, very worthy Yet somewhere along the line, someone from where we're born until we're an adult, we lose that. And when we look at ourselves in the mirror, we can't even look into our our own eyes and say, I love you. Now, that is something that's been stolen from us. It is stolen. It's, 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 we are born with it and we need to reclaim it. 
Um, so, you know, I just went, I'm going to be my best friend. And if that means I have to kick myself up the butt sometimes, so be it. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, being a true friend to another person requires that as well. Uh, you mm. know, I think so many times people have so-called, you know, and I'm throwing air quotes here, uh, you know, they have friendships, um, and and they you know oh we go out to dinner we talk about cool things we talk about our families but when's the last time you actually told your friend hey you know what hey buddy um you know i love you to death uh, you got to stop doing x y and z because you're sabotaging yourself and i think i think a lot of times people will be like oh i have all these friends but are they really your friends because if one of your friends won't tell you that hey you're being stupid or you're being silly about something and you need to change your attitude or change your you know direction then maybe they're not really your friend right like I think it's important yeah. to surround yourself with um, with the proper energy, with the proper people um, that are non toxic, that are not just there to take something from you. Um, but a true friendship is where you you are both giving something to each other. I, I really agree with you, and it's like in our society nowadays, it's like no one wants to have the hard conversations. No, no, they don't. Are you having trouble finding hand sanitizer? Well, Spa Treat has you covered. There's no need to go searching high and low. Just visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and place your order on their easy-to-use website. On schedule delivery. One of the great things about this product, Spa Treat Fulfillment Team is working around the clock to provide people hand sanitizer during this time of need and get your order to you as quickly as possible, even faster than Amazon. Spa Treat also has the lowest price of any of its competitors. Spa Treat has 62% alcohol content and the FDA recommends between 60 to 80 for maximum protection. This one has 62 because it doesn't dry your hands out. I use this stuff every single day. It is fantastic. It's got certified organic extracts with the ingredients in that hand sanitizer that are of the highest quality and they're designed to leave your hands smelling and feeling fresh while protecting you at the same time. The best part, there's no tricky residue left over. None. None of that sticky stuff. Four scents available, unscented, tea tree, lavender, and lemon. And best of all, this product right here is made in the good old United States of America. A lot of companies are having trouble dealing with the current demands, so Spa Treat has dedicated themselves to providing a much-needed product in the time of crisis. Spa Treat has better prices, faster shipping, and a larger supply than any of their competition. There isn't even a close second. Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and enter promo code SPA SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. That's right. Not only are they offering the lowest price available, but they're also offering our listeners a discount. This promo code is exclusive to Voice America and only our listeners get this discount. Spa Tree and Voice America came together on this sponsorship in order to provide Americans something they could really need right now. Peace of mind. Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and order yours today. That's SpaTreatOfficial.com and make sure you use the promo code SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. SpaTreeOfficial.com. Get your awesome hand sanitizer. So, so Deirdre, tell me, tell me how, you, how did you find your frequency in life and in business? And, you know, how, how did you end up where you are being a speaker and a coach and, you know, helping others through this journey after, you know, you've gone through, through your journey. So tell us a little bit about, you know, that journey of how you got to where you are and understanding all of these principles and ideas of the mind. Um, so for me, I was said so the big pivotal moment, the one that catapulted me to where I am right now. I was 43 years old. I was in a relationship with my partner and um, he was 
you know, turning 50 at the end of the year, whereas it was May, April, May. Um, I worked for him in a company as his operations manager. And um, the, in Australia, it's 2015, we'd had this, we'd had a big town, downturn in the coal industry and we're a very coal industry based company. And um, I was made redundant. And I was sitting there going, here I am, 43 years old, we were just dating. And um, I found I was redundant. So when I became redundant, I had no car, no house because I um, had a company vehicle. I had been living out on a mine site, so I had put all my stuff into storage um, and no job. And I'm 43. And at the same time, the same week I was made redundant, I found out I was um, realized I was pregnant 20 years and six months after my uh, my last child, my son. Um, and I'm just sitting there and my heart was broken because I absolutely loved my job and thought that I was really valuable and valued. And at that moment, I went, I'm never going back and working for someone else because I put in so much effort and it was just the wounded me talking, but it actually um, opened me up, made me available to different options. And my passion was always working with people to empower them because I had been going on my own journey to empower myself um, and to let go of the, the these stories I was telling myself. So then I ended up work, um, living in, in um, with my brother. So my brother hadn't spoken to me for 10 years for a lot for different reasons. And um, even though I tried so hard to build bridges with him, he wasn't ready yet. And just due to circumstances, I'm one of seven children. His, um, I was pregnant, I wasn't working and he needed support. He was um, a single dad, well, shared care with his, uh, with the, with his uh, ex-wife. And I um, ended up living with him and caring for him. And on that journey with him, I just, it was so massive because we're one of, um, you know, a family of nine all up with the parents. So you can imagine all of the um, emotions, so many emotions around a brother terminally ill, um, the parents, there was huge um, blow ups in the family. The family kind of went all over the place just with traumas. All these traumas needed to be dealt with so that Stephen could pass in peace. And it was like, it was like the universe went, okay, you know, we've got to, we've got to heal all this stuff. So we're on this very short window of having to deal with all this stuff. And at that time, I started working with a coach named Sally doing tapping and I'd never really, I hadn't done tapping before. And tapping is an extremely powerful tool that I have to do every day now. And because um, it keeps me where I need to be. Um, so in that, on that journey with Stephen, I um, realized very quickly that I was able to um, pass, hold space for him and have hard conversations with him and help him move through the things he needed to move through and heal because he was so angry. Um, and I, and from my own perspective and in my own beliefs, I could see quite clearly that the, um, the anger that he carried was manifesting in his chest because he had lung cancer. It was not from smoking. And, um, and it was literally killing him. And, so, so on that journey, that's, you know, I, I made that decision there that this is what I need to do. This is the space I need to be in. I could see that I was um, very, that it was something that even though it was emotionally hard because I was working with my brother, 
I had support from my coach. I was there able to hold the space for my brother. And the last thing he ever said to me before passed away was, I asked him, um, do you have peace? And he said, yes. And I said, have you forgiven? Because he was very angry, right? Have you forgiven everyone? And he goes, I've forgiven everyone. Um, I'm, I'm no longer angry. And so, you know, that was the greatest gift he got to give, uh, That you know, that I got to be part of. And, you know, it's not that I want to be out there working with um, people who are uh, in, in, that are dealing with such extreme emotional stuff, but I'm not averse to it. You know, I'm open to supporting anyone who is willing and ready to let go. I call it the entanglement. You know, we get entangled in belief systems that aren't simply true and who are ready to untangle that so they understand that all of that stuff was never true and that they are they are their own bright shining light that has every permission to shine in the world um, and not carry all of that stuff that we've that we've dis- that we um, unconsciously chose to believe about ourselves because we didn't know better Whew. that was a lot you just threw at me <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> wow, what an incredible story. I mean, uh, nine people in the home. That's that's a that's an amount of emotion I can't fathom at the moment. Um to you know, going through that. Uh you know, kudos to you for having that strength though. I mean, and uh it it, it almost sounds to me like, you know, you were the you were the you were the rock, right, in that in that scenario, really um, helping everybody to navigate their particular emotional status and uh, and keeping everything in, in some sort of balance. Um, and, and you know, let's talk about balance. <laughs> I think I think balance is uh, is a is a is a relative term that's different for everybody in every scenario. Um, you know, when you when you talk balance with your with your clients who you're coaching, and you know, you're talking about you know mastering your focus muscle, which I would imagine is your brain, um, and 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 you know harnessing the power of your mind and and really getting away from self-sabotage and procrastination and some of those things that that you talk about in your in your talks um how do you coach people around some of those things so that way they you know they, they they understand those philosophies because i think you know like we were talking about before if you know society has ingrained us in a particular manner where you know these things are not you know uh, up front and in front of the mind all the time. How do you how do you get people to, to, to get a shift in the way that they look at themselves so they can understand those things and stop self-sabotage, procrastination and emotional manipulation? Um, so the way I go about it is we, um, I do a process called flipping, which is one of my tools that I use with my clients. Um, and it's part of the process that I learn uh, that I do through the back, transformational therapy. Back flips, or front, therapy. back flips or front flips? Just flipping. So, you know, you tell yourself a story. You, so you've got to, um, you, if you're self-sabotaging and you say, oh, um, it might be a money story, right? So you, you know that if you achieve this goal, you can, you know, move up in your, um, in your success, in your career. However, you keep finding yourself self-sabotaging yourself. So we, we um, go through a process where we find, so it's always about going within, let's go within, let's go within, let's get behind what's really going on. So it's about going, okay, so this is, this is, the, this is what you want to achieve, but what's the positives and, and the negatives about achieving that? So, you know, what does it mean if you if you are successful? What does it mean if you do have the money? What does it mean if you are turning up for yourself? And let's look at, because we've got to find the fears 
because the fear is sitting, there's a part of us that will protect us. It says you can't be seen, you can't be successful, you can't have the money because if you do, then this might happen. And what is that? What is this? this? What is this thing over here that you're afraid of? They might not want to be seen. They might not deserve it. Who do I think I am? You know, that whole, which is a really big one. Who do I think I am to be sitting here talking to you and telling, you know, having this discussion? Um, and it holds us back. It t- prevents us from t- turning up for ourselves, which means we're not getting that opportunity to grow and because growing is scary. So we're having to hold ourselves back. So it's, I'm, um, we look at where what's what do you keep getting to that you keep pulling away so when you get there and we get you know we you know you have to be standing there we go in okay i want you to imagine you're right there this is happening what's coming up for you and so they might have a one-liner they might say i just don't deserve success so then we go well how's that you know when you say that to yourself and they might not even hear themselves say it and I'll go, hang on a minute, you just said I don't deserve success. Did you hear yourself say that? And I'll go, oh, yeah, I did too. Um, and then we talk about all the emotions that they feel when they say that. So they become very aware that as soon as they say that, that thought comes into their head, they have a whole body reaction. There's a whole body reaction that happens because you cannot have a thought without having a, a re- reaction in your body. Um and you probably learned that with your karate, right? That, you know, whatever you it think all, here it, is happening here. It all, it all starts with a thought. Everything does. You know, when when you're yeah. when you're going through the motions of, of karate specifically, I mean, um, you know, when 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 you're doing a kata, I know that the first kata in our style of karate has um, exactly 20 movements in it. Right. And so you can't make the first movement until you think about what that movement is. It doesn't just happen arbitrarily. Like there's no um, there's no automated muscle memory that just makes my body go and do this you know the first maneuver you 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 have to think about it right and that's what um you know in in karate we talk about being ready in in japanese it's called yoi right and so yoi means i'm ready right which means i'm thinking about what i'm going to be doing next um i'm thinking about my first thing i'm thinking about you know the 20th thing now um and 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 so i try to leverage that idea in in life like you know i wake up in the morning and i tell myself yoi okay what am i going to do today what do i need to do what do i need to accomplish what's important you know on at least on the on the days that i don't hit the snooze button i I have that's my biggest thing for like procrastination and self-sabotage on my karate journey like i know i need to get up and i know you need to do these things and you know it's like i'll find myself sometimes you know i'll get home from the studio here and you know we'll have the dinner and we're hanging with the family and that kind of stuff and then you know we put the the seven-year-old to bed and then it's like you know mom and dad time we have some conversations maybe have a uh, an adult beverage or two while we're conversating about the days that we've had and then you know um, my wife and I have a couple different interests and so you know she might be watching her television show and I'm sitting on the couch with her and I'm I'm on my phone watching karate videos or whatever and the next thing I know it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm like oh I have to get up in like five hours or you know whatever it is and and that's where I find myself I like I just I'll, I'll get into something in the evening time it could be a book it could be videos whatever it is and I lose track of time completely because I'm so you know into what I'm doing that I'm sabotaging my morning my morning routine by doing that yeah. and it's not necessarily bad but it's one of those things that I wake up and I go huh, you're gonna do it again aren't you you're gonna hit that snooze button yeah. for 30 more minutes yeah. you know and, and if think, we were working together, I'd be saying, so how does it make you feel when you do that? When I hit the snooze button? Yep. 
Huh, it depends on the day. Some days I'm like, um, uh, some days I'm, I'm like, ah, I don't need to hit the snooze button. I get up and I do my thing. Some days I have to tell myself, Ryan, you can't succeed if you don't show up. Right? Yeah, yeah. So what are you get annoyed with yourself? You know. So so we'd go through the process, and I start. You know, I just keep because when when you're working with someone, it's not about um, anything other than asking really good questions. Because there's only so far we can ask our questions. You know, we can ask ourselves to a level of questions, but when you're working with someone, and you're going through a process, and you know, just and being challenged because your mind is so good at protecting you and keeping you in old habits that it doesn't want to um, allow you to just, you know, it's, it's nearly impossible to change bad habits by yourself um, uh, because they're not just habits. They're a belief system that are, that are sitting in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind runs 95% of what you do every day. The, you know, your 5% is um, your consciousness and that's when, you know, when you're sitting in the car and you're driving along and you get to work and you're like, oh, God, I don't even remember how I got here <laughs> because you're on automatic pilot. Yep. Your mind is thinking about the interviews you need to do, thinking about what you've got to get done today and that's all your conscious mind, your subconscious mind's going, don't you worry about it. I've got the driving. I've got this. All, and it's all, you're just doing it all. You're not having to consciously think about it. When you do, um, when you start changing your patterns what you're doing it's about becoming very aware of the stories you're telling yourself i use processes like tapping and rapid transformational therapy therapy um, where we go in and we get to really understand why you have come up with the idea that it's great to procrastinate so that you really understand it and go oh, i don't need to do that anymore i can actually put that down but then you have to practice the behavior you want it's like you know when you started doing karate or when we do, when we small children, I look at my four year old daughter now, and she's having to learn because it's her, it's what we do how to use her knife and fork properly. That's her tools. They're our tools to eat. These are the tools of the mind. Until you practice them, you have to practice how to use chopsticks. You have to practice how to use your knife and fork. You have to practice your movements to become good at them in karate. We have practiced. You have practiced procrastinating and this game that you play with yourself very well for however many years you've done it for. So when you want to change that behavior, you have to understand why you were doing it in the first place. So you're not continuously fighting with yourself. It's just about going, okay. So now I need to reprogram my mind to work how I want it to to work, rather than just be on automatic pilot doing the same old, same old. And you have to practice. Yeah. There's no um, magic pill to this. So that's kind of similar to, you know, like you get up at four o'clock in the morning. So how do you make sure that you're in bed on time each night so you can get a good night's sleep? Because I know sleep is extremely important for the ability to be productive in a given day. Um, how, do, how do you make sure that you don't do what I do sometimes and get yourself lost in a book and go, oh, take, geez, it's 10 o'clock or it's 11 o'clock. I got to get up I in do. five I, hours. Yeah. No. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, to the you. other night I didn't go to bed until. Yeah. I was going to say that happens to it you too. It was 10.30 the other night when I went to bed. <laughs> and, yeah. so, uh, and so. But I tell myself a different story, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and then in the morning when your alarm goes off at four o'clock in the morning and you've only had six and a half hours of sleep, um, how do you make sure that you still get up and have that time for yourself? Okay. So this is where I went and did a little bit of education on sleep for myself. So I understood things a little bit differently. Um, having four hours um, sleep or, you know, five hours, I'm, I'm an eight hour, I prefer eight hours, like seven and a half, eight hours is my ideal. That's where I'm comfortable. That's where I operate on. But if I am, um, the other night I went to bed at 10.30, my husband was going away, like he left yesterday morning, so the night before I was 
I stayed up later with him because I wanted to spend some time with him before he left. And um, so, but I didn't tell myself the story of I'm going to be so tired in the morning. I didn't sit there going, oh, it's 10.30. I'll look at the time. Oh, my God, it's 10.30. I'm only going to get however many hours sleep it was, um, 10.30. What's that? Six and a half hours sleep or something. Um, I'm, you know, I didn't tell myself that story because what I know now is that doesn't matter. It doesn't actually matter. It's if you are consistently sleeping less than what your what your body prefers, that's when it becomes an issue. But here and there, you know, if you have a four hour sleep one night and it's it's not your normal, but it's just one night that happens in a week or so, your body doesn't mind. It's okay. It can cope with it. But the story we tell ourselves is, I've only had four hours sleep. I'm mm. going to be so tired when I wake up in the morning. So I tell myself a different story. I go, okay, so tonight I'm choosing only to have six hours sleep. Um, but I'll, I'll be fine because, you know, last night I had eight hours sleep and then not tomorrow night I'll have eight hours sleep, but tonight I'm only going to have six, but that's okay. I might be only going to have four, depending um, on what's going on. But I, I tell myself a different story and my body naturally wakes up. I am naturally awake as long as I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not going to say it's absolutely every single morning because there's some mornings when my body doesn't want to wake up because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really tired for whatever's going on in my body. Um, but when I, you know, my, say three weeks out of seven out of the four, my body naturally wakes up at quarter to four every morning. Yeah. So instead of lying in bed, I just decided I'll start getting up. Yeah, you know, and I, I appreciate that. That I think that that hit well for me. So thank you for that little coaching session. I appreciate that because that's something that I'm, you know, I'm 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 really good at what I do for a living. I've been at this company for 17 years. I'm the vice president of operations. You know, we do you know so many great things. We work with so many great people to create programming that's helpful and inspiring to people. And you know, you're you know, I, I find like I find that I'm like my own worst critic, and I gotta be very careful about not beating myself up so much. And I think I think. I love the way that you said that is just changing the narrative of, you know, like what's one night if you, if every other night is normal. And I have the same thing too. Like my alarm is set for five o'clock in the morning and I every, every day I wake up at four 30 on the dot, just, you know, without, and I, and I, and I, and I, and what I do is go, Oh, I have 30 minutes. And then I go to sleep and then the alarm goes off and then I'm like, Oh, I'm hitting the snooze button because I went back to sleep instead of just getting up at four 30. And just, you know, that's right, because your body's gone back into another sleep cycle yeah. and it's really hard to wake up in the middle of the sleep cycle. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I'm just going to start forcing myself to get up. And I think that's what you mean about practicing those habits that you want is sometimes you just have to say, I got to show up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you think about anything, you think about anything that you start learning to do, how uncomfortable it is. Remember when you started learning how to drive that car? How uncomfortable was it? How scary, you know, when you first went on the road and you had this big car and then people got in and there were passengers in the car as well and now you're responsible for them, the person teaching you to drive and now all these people in the back, it was scary, right? We've got to remember that we, you know, we we are uncomfortable when we first start learning something. So when you start going, I'm going to start getting up at 4.30, 5.30, I'm going to start getting up whatever your time is that I've got, sorry. I'm going to, I'm just going to get up when I wake up naturally. And yes, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to go, oh, geez. But you have to remind yourself change doesn't happen when you're comfortable. Yeah. You know, I have a tendency to, I, I've done 
I don't know how many interviews with awesome human beings like yourself who are coaches and authors and have helped, you know, a lot of people. So I've, I've learned all of these lessons over time with the radio show and interviewing people. And I know what I need to do, but I still don't do it. And, um, I could, I could easily, you know, talk to another person and give them fantastic advice about things that they need to do. But here I am a hypocrite, right? Because I'm not, I'm not doing those things <laughs> myself. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I tell my daughter all the time, I tell myself this all the time too. So sometimes it's hard to follow, but you know, um, the, it's the idea of everything you want is on the other side of hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, and that makes it kind of feel a bit scary. Like when you say it like that, um, challenging, other side of challenging, other side of, um, you know, uh, of it, you know, it's the excitement of achieving, you know, I bet you, you, you wouldn't talk to anyone who, you know, when you're karate and you do, you know, and you succeed at something that you really wanted to succeed at, you know, the only thing I know about karate is you chop the wood or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my boys did Taekwondo for a long time. Um, but, you know, like when you have that achievement, so I, I talk to my clients about visualize and see what it is you want to achieve. What is it you want to achieve? Because focus on what it is or where it is because if you if your mind doesn't know where you want to go, how can it get you there? If all you do is look back, how on earth can your mind do anything other than replicate what you saw back, like what was behind you? If you want to have a compelling future, you need to start seeing it. You need to start showing your mind. Taking that half an hour every day that I take when I go into meditation, that's all, that is not that is my biggest uh, that is so important because that's me spending time half an hour every day showing my mind where I want to be. Because all my mind has got otherwise is where I've been. And I don't want to replicate the past. I want a compelling future. You know, I've got big dreams that I want to achieve. So I, I take that half an hour. I go into that space within myself and dream. You know, like our mind is so powerful. Our imagination is so powerful. And when we add our emotion to that, it's like if you can imagine, we are just like this energy machine. And when we start dreaming about who you know you get that you have to you get that clear crystal clear picture of what you look like what you're doing you know how you're feeling and you get that really clear picture and your mind just starts taking you straight there and all the obstacles that come up you you, you know look what you think of a time in your life where you've achieved something and it didn't matter what was thrown at you you just kept going for it because you were so determined and, and that's what you have to do with your life. You have to start getting determined because you are, you cannot, if, if next week you want to be a superhero, you have to start being a superhero today because otherwise you're going to stay as just a normal human being. You know, you, you, if you're depressed and, and if you're um, a procrastinator and if you're a self-sabotager, that's where you'll stay until you start going, okay, well, I want to be a superhero, so I'm going to have to act like a superhero, dress like a superhero, um, be a superhero, talk like a superhero, and that's what you need to start doing. And it feels, I remember being told that by different people throughout my life and I didn't get it. But when you get it, when you actually really understand that you, you if you don't start being who you want to be, you'll never be it. Yeah, that's very well said. And, and, and that's literally the epitome of this show, finding your frequency. 
you know, that that aha moment where you actually decide to start um, being who you think you want to be and start making the steps to be that person. That's the moment that you found your frequency. That's the moment you've, you know, you started to, to follow the path that you have set forth forth for yourself uh, and, and making sure that you're able to uh, take strides to achieve those. It's almost like I'll give I can only, I only know my own life. So I can't talk about anybody else's kind of like, you know, I want to remodel my bathroom, right? I'm not paying someone to remodel my bathroom because I know how to do all that work. Why isn't my bathroom remodeled yet? Because I procrastinated about it, right? And I was talking to my wife the other day. I said, you know what? I just need to get up on Saturday and start ripping stuff out of the bathroom. And then when I don't have a place to shower, I'll be I'll be very much motivated to go get that done, right? And so, yeah. like, you know, kind of the same idea when you, you think about personal development. Sometimes go go rip the shower out and make yourself have to make those steps forward, right? Because <laughs> now you're uncomfortable, aren't you? Yes, now right. you're uncomfortable. That's right. Because <laughs> the last thing I'm going to do is go shower in my daughter's bathroom where I I got to watch out for the little toys in the bottom of the tub and, you know, the, the soap, the soap that smells like watermelon or bubble gum or something like that <laughs> instead of, you know, being a grown up and smelling like uh, lavender or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. And you could have an accident tripping on one of the slipping on a toy. <laughs> That's like the yeah. epitome of my home life. I'm constantly like, can you please put these little tiny toys away? Leave a Lego on the stairs. You might kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm hearing you. <laughs> so, Deidre, tell, tell, us, the uh, time tell the listenership as we kind of get to the close of the show uh, where they can find more information about you. I know that you guys um, have co-written a book. Um, you're one of the top 20, uh, 10 women to watch in 2020 in Y Magazine. Um, I know you got a lot of stuff going on. So uh, tell people where they can find you, social media, website, all that fun stuff. Yep, so I'm on um, Facebook and Twitter, uh, both of, you know, I'm My Beautiful Self, so Deidre Shell and my business is My Beautiful Self. Um, my website's www.mybeautifulself.com.au and um, yeah, I work uh, face-to-face. I have a 28-day program that you can come and see, you know, how it goes. I actually host... Um, Every month, a workshop, a, co- a coffee chat, where you it's, it's a deep dive, honest chat and coffee, and they're free. You can just come in and join the conversation, and we do go to a process. I share some tools that I use in my coaching business because, I, you know, like I want everyone, you know, my mission in life is to get as many people, you know, like when I first started working, I was really working in the space of women, but I realized, you know, that's changed for me very in the last few Last couple of months, I, I actually have so many men. You know, I, I was talking to my marketing team about this the other day. I said, I am so surprised my, my business name being My Beautiful Self and um, I, I have so many guys contact me and I say, you know, what, what attracted you to my, my business, you know, considering my name? And they go, it's just soft. You know, I feel a real connection with, with that because everyone wants to find their beautiful selves. This is not just everyone has masculine and everyone has feminine, you know, and we, we have this thing that happens in our head that goes, oh, that, oh, guys don't want to find their beautiful selves, but they do. It's not true. It's not a true <laughs> story. So I've had this awareness going, oh, guys, guys want this as much as girls. This is not just a girl thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a man, right? And I totally agree with you. Um, and I'm a I'm a pretty masculine guy. You know, I love cars and motorcycles, and you know, working on the house, and you know, I'm, you know, man, man. But 
hey, I'd like to be beautiful. Yeah, no. exactly. Because it's about the beauty within. You know, we this the beauty on the outside is it, it's not it's not forever and it's not true. It's not the true beauty of a person. The true beauty of the person is how we show up. You know, when people walk away from us and they go, oh, she was such a nice person, or he was such a genuine guy, and yeah. you know, rather than you know, they're false. We we don't want to be false. So I think I think we I think humanity is coming to a time, and this is what's this is my belief that we're coming to in twenty twenty with all of this disruption is everyone is trying to find their frequency everyone on earth is slowly there's shifts happening people are thinking differently um people are uh, uh, you know that i had a client in my office yesterday a guy and i said to him um this time last year if would have you thought you'd be sitting in an office like mine working on your beautiful self and he went hell no <laughs> hell no right, right no and i said what And I I totally think you're 100% spot on and and, and, um, almost all the interviews that we've done in 2020 for finding your frequency, whether it be, you know, these type of uh, self-development topics or business topics, technology topics, because we talk about everything on finding your frequency. It it doesn't matter what it is. If it matters, we're talking about it. Um, And. I, I really think, you know, you've had, you know, the tech, the industrial revolution, the technology revolution. And, you know, those were all great strides for humanity. And I, I honestly feel the same way that you do, that I think that um, humanity as a whole globally is going through a, a self-awareness, a conscious revolution of really understanding who we are as beings rather than just being human beings on the planet. We need to understand who we are, what we are, why we're here, what's our purpose and go out and go and do that. Because, you know, for far too long, I think that humanity has been, uh, you know, like a diesel truck stuck in the mud, right? Just just spinning its tires over and over again, doing the same thing, expecting different results and not changing your mindset. And I do think that, you know, this, 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 uh, uh, you know, the COVID-19 uh, here in, in, in the U.S., obviously, with the crazy elections, everybody's divided. You know, you, you get, you know, one police officer does one thing and people start rioting and burning things down. And, you know, it's it, it's really allowed, I think, a lot of people who are understanding what's happening, you know, as, as our consciousness shifts to really take a step back and understand that, you know, things are different. Things are changing. And it's very important that we know who we are so that way we can show up when the time is right. That's right. I think one of the biggest questions we all need to ask ourselves is, who am I? 100%. Deidre Shill, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're amazing. You guys, make sure you go check out our website at www.mybeautifulself.com.au. And of course, you can find her on social media at My Beautiful Self all over the social media. Deidre, thank you again for being on. We really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story about finding your frequency. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this as a podcast on your favorite podcast place, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Google, whatever it may be, please make sure you share this with your friends. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating because five stars are better than four. And I'm a five-star. I'm a five star person so is Deidre so I think we we, we we deserve the five stars thank you guys again for listening to Fighting a Frequency we have brand new shows every week Fridays at 12 o'clock Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern right here on the Voice America Variety Channel so stay tuned for another great episode of Fighting a Frequency next week as we have another wonderful guest right here on the show thank you guys have a good one I'm Ryan Treasure <laughs>